Hey everybody, before we start the show, I just wanted to let you know about something because if you're like me, you are always looking for a good reason to hang out in a cemetery. Well, we are in luck because July 24th, at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery is the Johnny Ramone Tribute Show. And it looks like it's going to be great. They have cool guests lined up like Henry Rollins, John Doe, and Steve Jones, as well as cast members from Rock and Roll High School and lots, lots more. Tickets are $25 at the gate and $20 in advance. Kids under 12 are free. And the proceeds go to various charities involved with the Johnny and Linda Ramone Foundation. So use your internet powers to look this up and you don't have to be buried in a Hollywood Forever Cemetery. You can live your life again at the Johnny Ramone Tribute Show, July 24th. It will be the most fun you can legally have in a cemetery. Take it, Molly. Hey, we're Ramones of the Day, and this is Freak of Nature. One, two, three, four. Welcome to Ramones of the Day, the podcast examining every single Ramon song alphabetically from 53rd to the word zero. I am Philip. And I'm Molly. And with us today in the studio is Matt DePani of the Mowgli's. Hello. 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 Hey. Good to be here. Yeah. We, we have yet, with our guests, and seriously, thank you for being here, but with our guests, we have yet to nail the casual, like, oh, look who's here. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, just walk through the door. Oh, okay. yeah. Who's this? Yeah. Like, Are you recording today? Yeah. Come sit Looks down like the chat. red light's on. All right, let's do this. <laughs> it's like a, it's like those old uh, Christmas specials where there's a knock at the door. It's like, yeah. hi, oh. look who's here to talk about these songs. Uh, seriously, thank you for coming. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Uh, we are doing Freak of Nature today. This is from 1986's Animal Boy. This is written by Dee Dee Ramone and Johnny Ramone. I gave it a song category of mental illness. Because he's very upset about being a freak of nature. Mental illness. Mental illness. Mental illness. You always say it like you're going to contend it. Well, I'm just I'm just <laughs> it over. Because sometimes I don't always agree with you. you no, know? you don't have to. But I just like, I but like okay, mental I'll illness. <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely agree with it. He mentioned <laughs> lobotomies. Yeah. He needs psychiatric therapy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like that's yeah. that's two he, strikes. He, he's he is pimply. Yes. This is our fir- <laughs> this is <laughs> this is our first and only F song. This is the oh, only F song. The only, only one F. with an that okay. begins with F. So oh, great. They begin. That's that's. And this is Dee Dee and Johnny wrote this. <laughs> they did. Dee Dee and Johnny. They're yep. an interesting writing pair. <laughs> <laughs> they, are. they are. They are because it's some, a lot of times it's Dee Dee and Joey, and that's a different kind of writing than Dee Dee and Johnny. Yeah, you know? um, it makes me think. Oftentimes, there's another one on Animal Boy. It might even be like it's either Eight Man Hop or Animal Boy that I feel like it's Dee Dee and Johnny writing a song, but they know they're going to make Joey sing, and it's kind of vaguely about him. <laughs> you know, totally. It's all written in I statements. Yeah, yeah. So like, okay, yeah. And then and it's like, you know, I yeah, I guess I'll always be a worm. I, I think maybe Dee Dee had something <laughs> like that, but it's still like, what do we want to call that? Well, I mean, that's a fascinating part about writing lyrics for other people to sing is that they never know what the song is about. They Generally, they're like, Oh, this is like they can read into it whatever way they want mm-hmm. to, but every song could mean something to someone. It's like it's something different. So, so when you guys write a song, let's say you write a song sure. and you you give it to Colin to sing, 
he 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 doesn't like ask you like what this is about. Well, that's an art. That scenario has actually never never happened. I've I don't I've never written a lyric for my band. Really? Got Not it. one lyric. Got it. I've written okay. guitar parts and bass lines, but and help like with percussion and and certain keyboard stuff, but never ever have I written a lyric. I've suggested lyrics. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, and I've suggested lyrics for other songs that we've co-written as a band with other people. So maybe mm. maybe those lyrics made it into those songs, but those mm. never ended up being Mowgli songs. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do but, you, oh no. Go no, ahead. no. I was going to say there are songs that we have that the other lyricists have written for other people to sing, and, and some of it might be about them, might okay. be about the person that that's singing it, but. Wow. I've never been told that it's exactly about that person or what they've done okay. or something like that. I know a lot of bands that do things like that. Though. Sure, sure. And it happens. Yeah. Like when people bring in their songs, they could just kind of like intentionally keep it vague what the songs are about. And Sometimes. It's like, you got to think, I don't know, what is it about, right. guys? I like, mean, the, I don't know. the beauty of, of being in like a pop alternative band with all these people writing uh, lyrics and stuff is that we've kind of branded ourselves with this like love thing. Sure. Yeah. So like this positive love movement. So even if the song sounds a little negative, it's probably about being in love and breaking up and then finding yourself again. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. never about being in love, hitting the bottle and then you're in rehab. <laughs> yeah. So you haven't, I was just yeah. picturing you've never had the moment where like, you're just like, let's just go through these lyrics and two of you hear it and you look at each other like, Oh boy. Like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. I hate you now. Okay. I know what that, I know what that was. <laughs> no, it's never happened. No, oh, man. Never happened. Not yet. No. And thankfully I don't sing, so I don't, I don't care. Uh, be- before we get much farther into this, just cause I'm, I'm always curious about this. Cause you said you don't write lyrics. Sure. Normally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know every band's different, all that sort of stuff, but does, do the Mowgli songs typically start as more just like we've got like a tune going and like and we've brought in some pieces and now let's put some lyrics on top of it. Um, it or does it? It varies. To vary? be honest, like a lot of times our our three main singers they will just pick up an acoustic guitar and sit in their living rooms and hum a melody and write lyrics to a few chords. Okay, and that's kind of where it just starts. And I'll, a few other times it'll be like me and my drummer and my keyboard player have been sitting in the studio just jamming and we present this like four minute song. Like here's a fully structured song. If you want it, you want it. If you don't, well then we have this still. It's fine. Okay. So it just goes every which way. It's the beauty for us to have six people in a band. Yeah. You know, we can all write when we're at home. We don't have to see each other and then we can come together. <laughs> well, that's also another good thing is that you don't really want to see them after the long tours. But, totally <laughs> but yeah, you can go home, you write your stuff and then you come to the studio and you're like, here's what I did. Here, nice. Show me what you did. And if it all sucks, let's start from scratch right now. Sure. You know, so. But you started from somewhere. Yeah. Interesting. Started from somewhere. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. Yeah, of course. Um, real quick about this song, and then yeah, we talk more about him. Um, <laughs> please, this, can we get to that? The, the Ramones the played this song 45 times. Huh. They okay. Played, they played Freak of Nature 45 times. Okay. That's, That's well, okay. a lot. Yeah, do you think... See, this, that we have... We have these reactions, like the last song we covered, they played zero times. This one, they played 45 times. Do you think that's an appropriate number of songs, times, or how, or is it how much over, how much Well, under? I think we're going to start to get into feelings here, if I go Well, soon, road. yeah, I have a but, little... But what I'm saying is, like, I, I could see why they might want to play this 45 times, because of the nature of, like, the opening guitar. Yeah, and yeah it's, it's, it's heavy, like a, It's, it's kind of like a heavy... Yeah, it's like a heavy if song. If you're trying to do the heavy show... And it's the, probably, the like, summing up, show, like, is... what they're trying to do on this album, mm-hmm. but I don't personally really like this song, so okay. I can't personally understand why they're so playing this So you would say song. you would expect that to be wrong. 
I would expect it to be much lower. <laughs> right. Honestly, the fact that they played it all is like actually kind of shocking to me. Uh, real quick, the only other facts I have uh, for this is that it is the third shortest Ramones track that we will cover. Really? It is, is a minute and 32 seconds long. Oh, funny. So maybe also playing okay. into why they could play it 45 times. Oh, it's like, yeah. It's only going to take us 90 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just do it. <laughs> uh, and this feature... Somebody liked it. Johnny's like, I love that song. Come on. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. Um, uh, also, it has another guitar solo, which is also possibly by Walter Luer. From the Heartbreakers. Oh, so we're two for tour on the yeah. Lure Tour. Lure Tour. Lure Tour. <laughs> uh, yeah. Are you familiar with the Heartbreakers? I mean, I've definitely all? listened to the Heartbreakers. Yeah. but uh, I can't say that I really know their catalog that well. I don't know that, that much well. about it. I haven't yeah. been like, a that. massive fan of it or anything. Yeah, I yeah. didn't dive in or anything. Yeah. Good. That's for, that's for <laughs> Heartbreak Minute. That's for that other show. Yeah, Heartbreak Minute. <laughs> Those guys, oh my God, it's all they do is talk about them. <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> Uh, that is all the facts I had. Okay, I well, let's get into it, because I know let's Matt Tapani, sure. you really like the song, so yeah, please, I, take us through what you like about this song. I mean, I think I it delves into feelings, but I think I like yeah. this song because it is raw. It is it is just straightforward, like, that's how Dee Dee was feeling. You know? <laughs> that's that's how I interpret it, is that, yeah. like, he's always, in my eyes, and I'm sure in most people's eyes, have been the craziest of the Ramones. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, so, <laughs> it's just... No, you're, kind of, you're I'm accurate on that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I love I love stuff like that where this is a weird analogy, but sometimes in like sports on a team where there's like an obvious superstar, someone will try to say like, well, you know, that guy's really he's really the best. Like on the Cleveland Cavaliers, just won the NBA championship, and people were like, you know, Kyrie Irving really picked up his line. I was like, all right, guys, seriously, they have LeBron James. <laughs> the answer LeBron. is LeBron James. Yeah. So, like for this, it was like you know, the, yeah, the, a lot of the Ramones are tro- totally crazy. I'm like, no, no, there's no deep, cool cut here. <laughs> yeah, it's deep. Everybody knows it's deep. It is. Yeah. Sorry. Continue. No, no. I think that because he was behind that song, and Johnny was another writer on that yes. song, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I think Dee Dee fronting that song and just like being kind of like a dick about it, you know, <laughs> like it's just such an aggressive song. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever had any feelings about being a different person and being or ever been called a freak of nature, sure. you relate to that song. Yeah, which, I mean, I've been called that like back in high school. Kids didn't know what I was doing because I dressed like a punk and I mm-hmm. was kind of a punk. Were you, you? Yeah. Before the show, you were saying it was like you you got into the Ramones, but then dropped away from them because they weren't hardcore enough. Yeah, I think it was just because like my like everyone in my life kind of just started showing me punk music. And okay. I saw and like I, I remember seeing this kid my first day of like high school is when I think I really got into punk music. I saw this kid wearing a Ramon shirt and I was like why do I know this band's name and why don't I know who they are? Mm-hmm. And then I... Yeah, that's, a, that's the question of the ages. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's we a, keep bringing that up is whether the style... The look or the music is actually more I, culturally I, I important. I think that that, that, that iconic important. logo is just, you know... It's, Can't it fight it. sucks now that it'll always be sold in a hot topic, but, yeah. like, they're well, not... not for their... I guess uh, not for their... Yeah, yeah not, for not for their relatives. Their yeah, their yeah. families are happy about <laughs> Their widows are... Yeah. The $25 happy. Hot Topic t-shirt is doing well with all of their fans. <laughs> but, I mean, part, part of their whole legacy is that a lot of people, like, knew who they were but didn't really buy their albums or like yeah. know who they were yep. it totally fits <laughs> fits the yeah. Ramones narrative yeah, like, yeah. Narrative, yeah. Which, I mean that's, that's the thing it's like records don't really even matter at this point even, mm. even back then I don't know if records actually mattered especially for this genre of music sure. that they were going for it's the live show 
it's getting uh, it's totally. getting you know well that's how they got rich I mean yeah. I, Johnny says like after they retired they made so much money because they they put in all their live shows but then that's how they 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 kept selling stuff after they retired yeah. and they made a lot of money like like they were selling songs or, yeah they sold songs to commercials oh yeah and, they licensed you know, stuff they, yeah, they did, they they did publishing stuff. Yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I think that's actually the biggest thing about music now, aside from live performance, is selling your songs. Yeah. yeah. Like obviously retaining your credit on it, but publishing your music in a car commercial will be bigger than the biggest shows you've ever played. I'd heard yeah. this is a weird step and I might mess it up, but I'd heard something like ACDC is actually the one of the most expensive ones. I it'll, believe it. It'll cost like three million dollars yeah. to do use an ACDC song and <laughs> oh. something. <laughs> like, holy crap, yeah. really? Because okay. they want it that bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they know right. that that ACDC song with that car in this commercial <laughs> sells that car. Yeah. Somehow people are like, I love ACDC cool I'm buying a Jetta (laughs) (laughs) I'm on my way right now (laughs) they're just calling your local dealer what time are you close do you have it because I'm listening to AC right now (laughs) I'm just playing long way to the top over and over (laughs) with a Jetta well again I do think the opening drums on this sound very Runaways-esque to me like it's very like like when this song comes Mm. on I'm like this sounds like it could be on a Joan Jett album before it gets into the Song, it is a different. But, it is but, a different guitar sound around it too. That I don't yeah. know. It's not like I, it doesn't sound like a Ramones sounding guitar. Right? No, it's it's kind of like um. It, it seems like the guitars are like squashed a little, and like they're just mm. a bunch of guitars on top of each other. Even though I'm sure they didn't track too many guitars over it at, at that no. time. But yeah. that, t- that costs money. Yeah, it costs a lot of money. <laughs> now we have computers where you can just keep tracking stuff. Yeah. But back then it was probably all to tape and things yeah, like that. Yeah. So it, it's that like raw sound. It's I, I don't know how to place it really either. It's like grimy. It's it's gritty. It's it sounds almost n- not metal as in the genre, but it sounds like metal, to like me. tinny, it's, like tinny. Yeah, That's it's very tinny. Like, it's yeah. a it's like a thin tone that they have yes. with it, but they somehow found a way to make it heavy. Mm-hmm. You know? I feel like this is one of their more like rock and roll songs. You think? Yeah. Well, how would you describe this song? I, I guess I. If I were describing it, I would suppose it would be like a more hardcore punk type song. You think this is hardcore punk? I, it, I mean, for them? Yeah, I mean, it definitely reminds me of like even the hardcore scene where really like, where I know that it's almost know, more the shouting. That's what really yeah, yeah like me, the, the, the freak. Yeah, yeah, like yelling at you. When a song yells at you, it kind of makes me feel like it's hardcore regardless of the yeah, song. Yeah, sure. like, ah. They're angry. So yeah, when you're well, angry yeah. and like, this is hardcore. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's. It I just feel like this why is. Why do you think it's. Why do you, well, Go ahead. Just, no, I want to know. Why do you call this more the rock and roll-y? What well, do you mean by because that? Because it does feel like. It feels. And maybe. Uh, so Dee Dee and Johnny wrote this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it just. It has. I mean, when I feel. When I hear the runaways, it just sounds mm-hmm. like that kind of um era of music okay which is like the 70s like the late 70s i was gonna say it was predating this it's 86 yeah that's what i mean so i don't know it it feels like you just get that feeling like tom petty i I don't know i know i'm just saying words now i'm cool with your opinion i just don't know where the tom yeah yeah that's fine that's fine just ignore everything i'm saying um but to get back to this song, what yeah. I don't like about this song, yeah. and, and stop me if you think I'm just being crazy here, but like I feel like this is a Ramon song where we hear a lot of Ramon's noises that we mm. that we are familiar with. 
Sure. That then they've just taken all these different kinds of like Ramonze noises uh-huh. and like crammed them together in this kind of Frankensteinish Ramon. They cut song. and paste a Ramon song. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I see what you mean. It is a little. I think that might be part of the appeal too. Is that okay. it's literally the way you're describing it. It's, it is kind of like chopped up, and it's just like it's chopped into all these little pieces that are like, oh, it's it's a hardcore punk song. Yeah, but yeah. You just feel all of it at once, and it is very reminiscent of a bunch of different songs that they've yeah. done before. Of course, I just think that it's super raw. So, like, no mm. matter, no matter, especially for this late in their career type of thing. Yeah. Or like, well, how many records deep was this? Like nine, this is nine yeah, records. Nine. Yeah. And what they do, like 12, 13 records, fourteen, fourteen records. So it's like it's pretty deep into the career already, yeah. and they've established this sound so far, and now it's like, well, here's just like a gritty punk song. Yeah, and it's the Ramones. You know, <laughs> like, this is a cool. Ramones song, at least to me. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to send you Matt Tapani when we get off air. Oh, <laughs> maybe like a little list of of Ramones songs. I think you'll find to be very punk rock. Okay, I would love to hear that list because <laughs> there's two hundred songs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, no, I mean they they have they have some that are I think would be considered pretty. Oh yeah, sure. Pretty especially this up. era. This is them. After Too Tough to Die, Too Tough to Die was like the revigoration yeah. and almost spurred by the hardcore movement of like, oh, that's what kids are doing. Yeah. So let's get, let's we, dig in. They into wanted that. to be relevant. As yeah, well. of course. They tried to really get back to that. Yeah, like, you dive back in. Yeah, relevant yeah. to that like niche. You know, it's funny to how like. Rock. They wanted yeah, to be Yeah, but I mean like, but different from the preceding albums of like, we want to be like sort of like what's modern pop. Yeah, because way. they did try right. to get hits yeah. by being on the so, radio yeah. and that didn't work and they were like, been there. This. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, do you man. have a do you have a ranking, man? Uh I I I do love this song. Yeah? I do. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Wow. I really do. Great. I'm glad you love this song. Yeah. <laughs> and then Oh man, my, am I gonna leave this song? You can do whatever you I want. I think I'm gonna leave it. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, you can yeah, have it. I'm taking it with me. God, am and I really going to leave it? I guess so. It's okay. And I am politically splitting the difference and saying I like this. Got you it. liked it. Okay. I, I like most of it. I actually kind of don't like the chorus so much. And the vocals aren't my favorite either. It's just, no, no, I don't like the vocals bah, at all. Yeah. I, don't think, I don't think Joey is suited for this song. No. That's a, yeah. You know what I mean? He sings it like Dee Dee, now that I see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you might as well just have Dee Dee sing it. Yeah, the I first time I ever heard this song, I was like, that's Dee Dee. It's not yeah. like Dee Dee. Yeah. And even recently when I re-listened to it, I was like, that's Dee Dee. <laughs> no, it's no. not Dee Dee. He's not fronting the band at this point. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, most valuable? Um, what do you think? Gosh, I don't know. I guess I'll give it to the guy playing the guitar, Johnny, in the opening. <laughs> okay. Molly says Johnny because she loves him. I, 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 I get it. Uh, I'd still go Dee Dee. You still go Dee Dee. That Dee-Dee makes a lot of sense. I'm going Dee Dee too. Yeah. I feel like, even though technically I don't think he plays anything on this album, what what I like about this song probably came from I'm him. I'm attributing to him. Right? Yeah, definitely. Exactly. Yeah. He's bringing the punk rock sensibility. Yeah, yeah. He's bringing, for sure. Yeah. He's bringing the. He's not faking the punk. No, Johnny's <laughs> like, I want to bring this sensibility, and then Dee Dee brings it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dee Dee has a lot. <laughs> you can read in this whatever you want, but I feel like he has a lot of enablers. I, Yo, yeah. And that's and Johnny at this point is the like punk rock song enabler of like yeah yeah we're gonna no, come on come on just yeah, try on. a little just yeah, try a little yeah, yes. <laughs> we're gonna do uh, any last cra- 
cracks of the bat for no, no. okay good okay uh well thank you everyone for joining us thank you matt for joining us uh you can follow uh or find more about the moglies at the moglies.net yes right or follow them on twitter at the moglies or you can follow me on Twitter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, let's follow uh, Matt DePani yeah, on Twitter. At, at Matt DePani. At Matt DePani. That's me. Not Matthew. Not That's Matthew. Totally different no, guy. No, no. And if you change jerk. your Twitter now, you can't get it all back. <laughs> it's a weird thing. I don't want to do that. Well, don't do that. No. Uh, and you can also follow us on at Ramones Podcast. And join us next time when we will be discussing Garden of Serenity on Ramones of the Day. Ramones of the Day.